1: Yeah, you know what I spent that break doing? Now, what'd you do? I uh, was flipping through my phone, okay. going through all of the other members of the local Los Angeles media that I have phone numbers of, and making sure that you appear on any of their properties. Yep. That uh, you are hit with an Ask Slee question. I've got Lakers covered now on Spectrum. I'm going to reach out to Jim Hill in a minute and make sure that when you show up on his show, that he hits you with an Ask Slee. I need I need this to be your thing everywhere you go. What are you doing? Making sure that our show gets promoted properly. What do you mean, what am I doing?
2: Uh, you you know, I, I, I literally should get no credit. Let's just say hypothetically, you know, we've got the Mandy Awards coming down the road. huh. No matter what happens there with this segment, I literally have nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> all Not you. true at
1: all. No, no, it's no. It's called I have, Ask I have, Slee.
2: I get it. I understand what the name is. I, the only thing I should have is... Kind of like a cease and desist on the naming rights. <laughs> I should be in touch with some type of attorney about this guy is using my likeness. <laughs> He's using my brand and he's uh, profiting off of it as much as he possibly can. I <laughs> want a T-shirt
1: that's just your face with the hashtag AskSlee underneath it, and I want to wear it everywhere I go. Like, to, to work, to the to, to go for a walk in the neighborhood. No matter where I go, I'm advertising AskSlee. People say, hey, that's the guy that created AskSlee. <laughs> nope. They'll be like, hey, can you get in a message to him? I got, I got a few things about Jack Frost. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Okay. So watching the Chargers and the Chiefs last night, Yep. and w- one of the old adages in the NFL, Kirk says this all the time, and I always say, no, 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 but what about this? And he always tell me, Trav, we don't know who's good until we get into December. By the time we get into December, we'll know this team is good and this team is not good. This team's got a chance. This team does not have a chance. And he's told me that every game, basically, we're in our sixth season together. So. He couldn't be more right because here we are, we're in the middle of December, and we have a much clearer picture of the maybe six or seven teams that have a real chance to win the Super Bowl and those that are just kind of floating around. And the Chiefs are a perfect example of that. The Chiefs started the season three and four and looked bad doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Not only were they losing, but they were involved in games that shouldn't have been close, and they were either barely scraping out a win or they were losing games to mediocre teams. And we're watching them play last night. They win their seventh game in a row. They kind of locked down the division last night. They got a two-game lead with three games to play. They're in in great shape as far as the division goes. And it hit me like a slap across the face. This is the Lakers. This is exactly what we're talking about with the Lakers because the Chiefs at the beginning – wait, hold on. There's Patrick Mahomes and there's Tyreek Hill and there's Travis Kelsey and there's all of these great players. Why do they look so bad? And it's just – hey, listen, sometimes – those guys don't really kick it into gear. Or it doesn't fall into place until a little bit later in the season. But when it comes time to get it done, who, who's the best team in the AFC? Kansas City, at least in the top two or three. Mm-hmm. Why could we not see the same thing with the Lakers? And I understand basketball and football aren't a perfect comparison, but the situations are pretty similar. That They're spinning their wheels. They're losing to the teams they shouldn't lose. They're barely beating teams that they should blow out of the water. Yep. But relatively speaking, we're still kind of early in the season. It gave me a little bit of hope for the Lakers about what might be coming next, watching the Chiefs play last night and finally figuring out how to look like themselves again.
2: Well, I mean, listen, it's it's an interesting comparison because the Chiefs coming into the season, it's the expectation, well, they're going to get back to the Super Bowl. Yep, sure. that's the team that's going to come out of the AFC. Um, you know, we do our Million Dollar Mondays, which just ended, right? And, and teams or uh, listeners would predict who they think. In, in the beginning of the year, you heard a lot of Chiefs. And then it kind of started changing for a little bit. And then towards these last couple of weeks, it was starting to kind of lean back towards the Chiefs. Yep. It's a good comp for the Lakers. This is where I would say a couple differences. A couple of differences would be that that's a team that does have chemistry. That's a team where a lot of those guys have been playing together for, you know, multiple years. For the Lakers, we're waiting for that light is going to switch on, right? Like that's going to happen, correct? Correct. Yesterday we were having the conversation. You said, "How do you feel today than a month ago? Do you feel better about today than you did a month ago?" I was like, "No, I don't." But it's also because thirty more days went by, sure, and not that much changed. Yesterday yep. we're we're talking about this. Um, this was one of the questions that was on spectrum. One of the questions was two takeaways from this three game winning streak: Lufa one, or washcloth. And I said washcloth. <laughs> um, they said they said two takeaways. And one of the takeaways was, hey, it's cool to have a three-game winning streak. The other takeaway was, I don't know if I've learned anything different about this Lakers team. And, yeah. and I, that's the thing that I think has stuck with me. Uh, yesterday, I was uh, driving around listening to Sedano on Cap, and Sedano kept saying, uh, well, Travis and Slee, you know, they were negative on the Lakers. They should have just enjoyed that win. It's not about enjoying a win against the Dallas Mavericks and how cool that story was for Austin Reeves. It's I have it implanted in my head that this team is supposed to be competing for an NBA championship. I know you don't win championships in December. I know you don't play for championships in December. But damn, we're almost 30 games in, and the storyline really hasn't changed that much this no. year. So that's, that's the thing I, I would say. It, uh, if it changed for the she, the Chiefs and the script looks different, we'll see if that happens for the Lakers. Because
1: the, I keep coming back to this. Watching the Chiefs early in the season and watching the Lakers really up until right now, we'll see what it looks like tonight in Minnesota. In the middle of these games, I keep telling myself they can't be this bad. This, this this group of players can't be this mediocre. There's too many good players on the court. Mm-hmm. You can't have a game where LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook are all playing together, and you're getting beaten by Jalen Brunson. I, it doesn't make any sense. It has okay, but to, there has to be a piece to this that's going to fall in, and... And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. I don't know. But for the Chiefs, they didn't really their their defense got a lot better. I understand mm-hmm. that they've kept people out of the end zone during this this seven game winning streak. And I I get that it's not a perfect comp, but all of a sudden the Chiefs stopped throwing four interceptions a game. They stopped turning it over. They stopped mm-hmm. giving up you know 38 points a game. They're giving up 17 points a game or whatever the numbers might be. That it just it went back to far much more what your expectations were as opposed to what the hell is going on. And I keep waiting for it to happen with the Lakers. And, yes, the clock is ticking, but I wouldn't be blown away if just as we get closer to New Year's – you mentioned we're almost at 30 games. By the time you get to 35 or 40, if you're not starting to see some semblance of, you know what, this – because it can't be this mediocre. It just doesn't make any sense. So this is – that's that's
2: actually a really, really good way to put it because I think that – what would be more a surprise is that we're sitting 20 games from now and it's still the same story. than the Lakers went out and started winning some games and are starting to look more like themselves, right? That it'd be it'd be less of a surprise if the Lakers start winning than it would be if the Lakers continue to play 500 basketball. I think that's fair to say. You had said something I thought was interesting with the Chiefs. Remember when they started? I think they started two and three, and I think at one point they were three and four. Correct. And and they hadn't looked good the way they were playing. But you kept mentioning to me, okay, even though they are where they are, who do you think is going to win the division? the division? Who wins the division? Right. And we would kind of and, – and maybe that had more to do with the fact because of the competition that's in the division and you know the Chargers might stumble on themselves. Who's going to pick the Raiders? Broncos, tell me how you can be too positive about the Broncos. Maybe it had more to do with what the division looked like. But you would say when they were down, they're still going to win the division. At least I think they're going to. So I'm going to throw that question as far as the Lakers go. So Lakers 16 and 13. They're sixth place in the in the Western Conference. Um you've seen enough to kind of know where they are and the upside that they have. I mean, you go in a seven game set, uh, the Lakers are going to be a tough out. I don't care where they are by the time the playoffs come I because they that. have LeBron and Anthony Davis. But do you see them having that type of a change like the Chiefs did cuz the difference in the, you know, the NFL and the NBA in the NBA you got three legitimate teams that are trying to stack up as many wins as they can because they genuinely feel having home court in Golden State or Phoenix or Utah could be the difference of getting to the Western Conference Finals or getting to the NBA Finals. I don't see them catching those three teams, but that doesn't mean that they can't, you know, start to turn the corner and make strides to become a better team by the time you get closer to playoffs where they're a legitimate threat. Yeah,
1: I don't worry so much about where they're positioned in the playoffs because I don't think it matters a great deal for the Lakers if they're home or not. I just want to see them start to look like that team, right? Look like the team that can go into Utah or Phoenix or Golden State and give them the business as opposed to, yeah, they're in this, but are they really in it? Because that's where they are right now. Lakers are in the playoff picture, but are they in it? No. (laughs) <laughs> like they, they don't feel like they're in it for a championship at this point. Thankfully, they don't do it at uh, the middle or middle of December. They do it in the middle of April, so they got plenty of time to do it. Let's try another phone call here. Let's go to San Pedro and Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up?
3: Hey, uh, got to ask Slee. Excellent. Do you look at fr- Do you look at Friday evenings as is the end of the week, trying to relax, or is the beginning of the party and weekend?
2: Good <laughs> night, nice, Mike. I Appreciate like you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. Um, it's kind of easy one at this stage. Of, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm ready to relax. I'm ready to chill. Now, Lakers play on a lot of Friday nights, so if you think that after the Laker game ends and I'm walking through the hallways of LA Live and I'm taking that back door and to my right is a back door to the Congo Room where the music is playing as loud as you could possibly. And I have <laughs> thought of you, Trav, a couple different times of what would it take, how much money would it take for Travis and I to now walk into the Congo room, start ordering a couple of drinks, uh, stay till 2 a.m., 2.30, something along those lines, then ask people around, hey, where's everybody going after this? Just don't see that happening. Definitely chill on a Friday
1: night. Yeah. So I, I here's the thing. I, Saturday, I what you're Saturday,
2: more of a chance to kind of get I, into it and have a couple I, drinks. I get what you're
1: saying, but I want you to put yourself in the middle of the summer, not in the middle of the Laker season. Like, go okay. in the middle of the summer on mm-hmm. Friday. Because mm-hmm. for me, Saturday is basically a, a work day at this point, or at least the second half of Saturday because I'm getting ready for Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Friday afternoon is like, let's go. Like, let's get this thing going here because it's my only opportunity. But in the middle of, say, the summer when there's no football, yeah. Friday night is more of well, a let's take it changes. easy and then crank it up on Saturday.
2: So the answer changes in the summer because let's just do our show, right? Like our show – right. Uh, and this is the right music to have on when we're talking about what you and I typically do on Friday nights, right? Emily's pumping her fists there. I don't even know what's happening. This is just uh, this is the vibe that we usually let out. Um, they play a lot of our podcasts at some of the hottest clubs all around Hollywood and, uh, and L.A., so, but they play hour two. I don't know why they choose hour two, but it's always hey, hour what two. What are
4: you going to do? Because it's Factor um, Cap, that's why. It's Factor Cap,
2: that's damn right, that's why. Uh, on a Friday when there's no season going on, our show's done at one. I got yeah. nothing left the rest of the way. Let's that's go. why when people are cracking jokes saying, oh, sleep? you going out grabbing dinner at 3.30? Damn right I am. And I'm grabbing <laughs> a couple of drinks as well hey, in the
1: process. By the time we get to the end of the basketball season, the odds of this show still being here are very, very low. So I wouldn't sweat that. You're going to have lots of time to go do whatever you want. It, uh, it'll change. All right. It's the Travis show. <laughs> no, I'll be long gone before you. <laughs> Trust me. That's how, that's how these things work. Um little bit of breaking news in the NFL. Adam Schefter just tweeted something very, very interesting that I want to come back and talk about that might affect the entire weekend. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Did you see my Santa Sleeve video that I did this morning by my Christmas tree? It was pretty good, if I do say so myself. Uh, it, was,
2: it was really, really good. And um, I, I think I watched it maybe three, four times. And <laughs> Looking my for head, tips. I, yeah, I, was, I was writing stuff down. Uh-huh. I was like, this is kind of as good as it gets. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. By the way, Morales <laughs> talking about yesterday giving away some or sweet. Yeah. On. Come on, it's a, how such good is a great that? prize. It's Lakers, such a great Nets, prize. Lakers Nets. We passed by the way. All the prizes are fantastic, but I feel like that's a really
1: really unique prize. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. Uh talking a little bit about the Lakers kind of spinning their wheels and and maybe they're going to be Chiefs like and all of a sudden kind of click in and start to play the way that we expected them to play. Chiefs did it. They were 3 and 4. Now they're ten uh, ten and four you know they've won seven in a row they've looked much better can the lakers do something similar let's go to santa barbara right now got to go to gaucho land right there tom in santa barbara what's up tom
3: hey guys how's it going hey travis fellow gaucho uh graduated in 89 uh travis you're freaking hilarious i just got to tell you that
1: i agree with you Um, thank you quick,
3: quick side note uh you were completely right Slee, about yesterday um about the chargers they find a way to lose they will find a way to lose, and I watched the end of that game, and I was thinking about Slee going. he nailed it. He was
2: right. Uh, anyway, Lakers. Well, Tom, Tom, just to say that for a quick second, they had the game. I mean, the, yeah. the game, it shouldn't it should it shouldn't even have been for the Chiefs to have a chance to come back that final drive just shows you how idiotic the play calling was to even have it a game at the end. So, uh, anyways, it is the yep. Chargers being the Chargers. What else you got, Tom?
3: Uh, the lakers so here's kind of my take i noticed something the other night against the mavericks who's their coach jason kidd Mm -hmm. here's what i think i think our defense is fine frank Vogel. when they're set up in a regular defense they're fine when they come down the court too often it's who's going to do something i don't see an offensive strategy i don't see plays being run i see individuals going after it and the problem with that is Way too many turnovers. So when we have 20 turnovers in the game, even if they get points on half of those, that's 20 points. And two, when you're turning the ball over or you're running a lame offense with bad shots, the other team is getting defensive rebounds. They've got momentum going down the court. The problem is we don't have a sound offensive strategy because what's happening is self-evident. You're seeing turnovers. You're seeing defensive rebounds and then you're seeing the other team pick up 15, 20 points a game where we should be crushing them by 10 to 15 ourselves.
2: Appreciate you calling in, Tom. Um, you know what's funny, Trav? Mm. If I said right now, where do the Lakers rank on defense in the NBA? If I said, do you think they're top 10 defense in the NBA? Uh, my knee jerk would say, no, I, I don't I, think they're top 10. It, it's
1: a great question. I know the answer to the question because yeah. I heard it in the postgame show. for the. They're number nine right now, right? Number nine. So, yeah. So
2: I ask that question because I think there's a lot of times, and, and we're having less of them where you're saying that, oh, my God, Lakers gave up 100 what, 125, 127. Those days are kind of beyond us. Yeah, funny because yeah. we were talking about the way they're finishing games, and the way they're finishing games is not too different than the way they're just playing games sometimes in general where it's a lot of isolation basketball, LeBron's dribbling the ball, um, it, it, Russell Westbrook, okay, where are you really going? Like, there's no kind of clear direction. So, I, I think it's a fair point by Tom. I think sometimes their offense does hurt their defense. I think there's times that, you know, the, I'm not saying you got to be the Golden State Warriors, but damn, does that ball move. And there's something about a defense. It's impossible for a defense to move as fast as a basketball moves, right? Just that's the way it works in the NBA. And the Lakers, it, for for having as many threats as they have, Damn, does that
1: do they are so predictable sometimes on offense. Oh, and slow. You know, I, mean, they, I know Russell Westbrook will attack the basket sometimes, and in transition sometimes he and LeBron will push it. But when they're in a traditional half-court set, it not only is it not really crisp and sharp and, and lively in a ton of move, it's boring, right? Mm-hmm. It is a boring brand of basketball to watch a lot of nights because the, for all the reasons you said, ball doesn't move. Right, you got a guy that's just pounding the dribble, and maybe there's a high screen, and they'll do a little thing, and AD oh, they, and LeBron do a little difficult. two-man game. It's just, it's not, it's not super fun to watch, and especially not fun to watch when the ball's not going in the basket. Uh, let's try another phone call. Let's go to. Well, I got to do this. La Jolla, JP, JP, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up?
3: Hey guys, great show. I got an athlete question. Excellent. Do you when you when you go to a store, or a grocery store? Do you use your rewards number, and you realize you're not a member, or do you go for the X's and get the rewards, and she gets the points?
2: It's a good question, JP. I, I think I think I understand where he's going here. So if yeah. I understand correctly, there's a couple places where. Let's just say I'm still using a phone number that's not attributed to me anymore. Or maybe uh, this is my mom's home phone number, somewhere on those lines. Or my girl will have something at Walgreens and I don't have it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in her phone number. Um, if I don't have the reward, and now we're talking. You know, this could be six, seven dollars in jeopardy. Sure. Um, you know, I might have to look the. Uh, I might have to look uh, the 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 gal or the the man that's in at the cash register say I, I need this one like you know we got to hook me up do your go to that drawer do and your, swipe that ha- card yeah you have your thing
1: just <laughs> slide it in there and you know I have a hack l- for you I, yeah. you ready. Yep. And, and somebody told me this, and I'm like, there's no way that works. There's no way that works. And I've tried it a handful of times, and it has never not worked. Are you ready? Because, sure. like, you're right. At your local grocery store that you go to, your number's in there. You can use it over. But sometimes you're going to walk into a random place, and, oh, you're a member of our rewards to get the discount, and you're not going to be. If you put in this phone number, it will work. I've, like I said, I've never seen it not work. You ready? Yeah. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Like the song, right? Jenny, I've got your number 8675309. It works every time. It really? doesn't matter the area. Yes, I was going to say, that. what about the area code? Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter because somebody somewhere in all of these things doesn't want to give their real phone number, do? Ah. But they do want the discount. Yep. It's a phone number we all know: eight six seven five three zero nine. Any area code, give it a shot. You will be like, that's nah, not going to work. Do it at your grocery store next time. I'll, I will pay you the oh, six bucks hilarious. if it doesn't work. Yeah, there that's pretty.
2: Go. That's pretty funny. And I, I've definitely been in those predicaments where I'm like. Well, I bought this because it was two for $3, okay? <laughs> That's why I bought it.
1: Exactly. That's the one. My version is a little better than Tommy Tone. I think Tommy Two Tone. could agree more. Or whatever. I, I don't, don't know what it is. All right. The tweet from Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL and NFLPA discussing postponing multiple Week 15 games per source. As one source said, quote, the league is getting pressure to move games. All right. <laughs> so let's just kind of go right to here in town the Rams we saw them play on Monday night where they had five guys placed on the COVID list right before the game and they won and they were great. And they, you know, they were incredibly thin at defensive back. They were incredibly thin at running back. They were thin along the offensive line. That was with five guys in the protocol. They have 25 guys in the protocol right now. Okay. They have 25 players in COVID protocol. We've, the Browns are getting absolutely smashed in protocols. Um, at some point, you just don't have enough players to play. And, it, I mean, look, it's not just the NFL. It's the NHL. It's the NBA. It's it's across the board in all of these professional leagues, more and more positive tests. You mentioned earlier they're trying to change some rules to take some guys off the list so they can go play. But at some point, if you've got 20, a couple dozen people on the COVID list, how are you supposed to play a game? Impossible that I don't think we have some postponements. Uh,
2: I, I, I genuinely believe that. We, listen, in the NBA – Lakers got the Chicago Bulls this weekend on Sunday. The Bulls haven't played in eight days. By the time they play that game, they'll have not played in eight days. Uh, Anthony Edwards, when we started the show, really, really nice young player for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's now under health and safety protocols. Woj put Mm -hmm. out that tweet a little bit earlier. Yesterday, the moment we got off the show, it was, uh, who were the additional? was Russell Westbrook, Avery Bradley. Malik Monk now is able to come
1: back. I I think, Trav, you know, Literally, Al, as you're speaking, Adam yep. t- Adam Schefter just tweeted again. This is a tweet is one minute old. Mm-hmm. The NFL now discussing switching Seahawks at Rams to Tuesday per sources. Wow. So it, it, it it's happening fast. That and look. I, I I am knocking on wood, I'm crossing my fingers and rabbit's feet and everything else, good luck charm, that we do not have to go back to what it was like several months ago, what whatever it might have been. But this, doesn't this feel very similar? Okay, it's it's one guy, it's two guys, it's 10, it's 100. It it feels like we're getting in that terrible. Like, look, we, just, we need to hit pause, we're going to pick it up a week from now, two weeks from now, whatever it is. But it feels oddly like we're entering that weird state where you just don't know when games are going to be played or if they're going to be played. Breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the
2: 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. Travis, it's interesting that you say that. So, by the way, this also affects – let's just use as an example. Let's use 710 as an example. Um, Mike Trudell had to call the game, the last game, because Bill McDonald was out for Spectrum. So John Ireland John, John moved over to the TV side. Uh, Mike trudell, you know, uh, hopped in. We had a caller call in Michael put this out. Michael Thompson put out a tweet, said that um, you know he's now into health and safety protocols. and uh, so we'll see you know, it, just from his perspective, of course, I don't I know I don't have to say this, but health first, all those guys, you know, ho- hoping everybody is is healthy and um, and you know, obviously safe. but the way you just mentioned it about you can lose twenty five guys. now you got to move this game. Even in our little world, it's kind of, you know, you're starting to kind of see it juggle around a little bit. It's an incredibly unique situation that nobody's really been put in. And I think, you know, if, if I were to sit here and tell, oh, everything's going to, they're going to play all these games. Absolutely no guarantees on that front. So we'll see what happens. But even as we're doing the show, yesterday was so crazy seeing Shams and Woj. I, I felt like a tweet was coming in every five minutes of a new player in the NBA that was now out because of health and safety protocols. And that's just the world that we're in right now.
1: It, it, it is. And, you know, like you said, you know, these guys are coming back and we're, we're, it, it's different than the last time because we have a little more information. People are, you know, vaccinated and recovering and all these other things, but it, it's still out there. Right. And it's still one of these things that imagine, imagine being Sean McVeigh, right. Mm-hmm. That we, we talked about this Monday At about 1 o'clock, right before we went off the air, it's, hey, oh, by the way, uh, Tyler Higby, Jalen Ramsey, Daryl Henderson, Rob Havenstein, and Dante Dion, they're all down. And so Sean McVay has to try to figure out how to cover five starting positions potentially. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Now I've had a week where half my team is in the protocol. We're not able to practice. We're not able to meet. We're not able to really do any functional work other than, you know, Zoom meetings or however they're trying to, to get through these things. And I got a game that's incredibly important coming up on Sunday. The Seahawks have a game that's incredibly important for them coming up on Sunday. You're talking about playing with practice squad guys and half your roster missing. At some point, the product is just not what we're all signed up to watch, see, pay for. you got to make a, a, a few different decisions along the way, it feels like to me. it just at, there, there has to be a tipping point where I cannot play right. with if, – if a football team has 54 guys and 20-some of them are in the protocol, what am I supposed to do? I mean, Johnny Hecker going to play left tackle? I mean, it just, it's just that some. I just don't have enough guys to cover enough positions.
2: Well, I think I think Schefter's tweet says it all, right? Like his tweet says that the this is a fluid and games could easily be moved. I saw something about Washington Football Team. That game yeah, could also be moved two. to Tuesday. So, um, we'll
1: see how things shake out. All right, it's the time of year for Christmas parties at the office. Is uh, can they get a little messy at times? Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
4: Hi, guys. So, uh, this first factor cap might get a little uh, put aside because it just came out from Adam Schefter that Raiders at Browns will be now be played on Monday night at 5 p.m. So, we will no longer have one of the Saturday games on Saturday. Okay. But my first mention is you like Saturday NFL football. Travis's factor cap.
1: Uh, cap. You know, it's funny. I, I am a creature of habit, to be sure. I do. Certain things on certain days, and Sundays are made for NFL football, right? I'm I have become obviously Monday night football is great. Sunday night football is just an extension of the whole day, and I've developed to you know Thursday night football. It's, it's fine. I've come to enjoy it. Saturday, I can't get there. I, I need one day where I don't have to be preoccupied with football. I know that at the end of the season we get a couple of weekends with some Saturday games, but it just never feels right until we get to the playoffs. That's a different animal. But no, I, I don't need uh, Saturday NFL football in my life. I just don't. Well, um, uh, I'm down to just one game now. Uh, I'll take it. There's something about
2: – I've said this to you before, Trav. With a Pac-12, they'd have their, uh, they have their late game. It's like a 7 p.m. game. And I'm not saying that I'm going to watch, uh, you know, Oregon and Arizona State. I'm going out of my way to watch it. It's actually a good game. I know it's
0: there. (laughs) True. You know
2: what I mean? You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's just the fact that it's there for me. Hey, Al, listen. I know. Hey, you want a day off and you want to go out to dinner and you want to go do something else? That's fine. But when you get back home, there's a game waiting for you. Or if you're going to watch highlights that night, that game is there for you. So – I'm a fan of Saturday night I, football I think it's great I'm a fan of Saturday day football you know they'll they'll get the uh, when playoffs turn around and you're gonna kind of pack games on Saturday yeah. and Sunday I think it's great it's not that I'm sitting there all day watching games but damn it's just it's good to know that there's some good food in
1: the refrigerator at any point I could go eat it you you got you have a better answer than me I don't like that next topic <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right up next eight. never bring
1: that up again <laughs>
4: Peppermint is rampant right now for the holiday season. It's not my favorite, and I think peppermint is overrated. Alan, is that fact or cap?
2: I think it's fact. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm not going out of my way. I don't really care. Um, the only time I want something that's. Let um, me just kind of like use like from a fresh perspective. It's okay. I want. I want. I want my breath to to uh, feel a certain way or something. On the it's the only time like I care about stuff like that. Peppermint is not. I'm not a. I don't go out of my way for it when the holidays come. You know, people say, "Oh, well, cuz it's the holidays, I'm still getting the same coffee at Starbucks. I'm not grabbing a different type of." So, I'm I'm going to go uh,
1: I'm going to say yeah, it's overrated. Yeah, it it's 100% fact that it's that it's overrated because I don't care if it's in a milkshake, a coffee, a bark, which is just awful, or a cake, or just the straight up little candies that your grandmother has in the little dish in her house, or as you're walking out of a restaurant, peppermint's gross. It's it's just it's just a gross flavor. If you want to, to your point, Al, if you're trying to freshen up a little bit, yeah, give give me a little spearmint. Peppermint mm-hmm. is 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 just it's there. It doesn't serve any purpose. Do you know anybody maybe the tea really really tea okay. likes peppermint? past the age of three years old. Like when you're three, a candy cane is like, yay, candy canes. When you hit yeah. like six, it's like, yeah, those are pretty gross. Can I have a Snickers? <laughs> your, your, your taste changes a little bit. I'm good yeah, uh, nah, with you I on I, I don't need that in my life.
4: All right. So uh, I have worked in a lot of childcare. I've been a daycare worker. I've been a babysitter. And I never know what to do with these with these kids give to me at hol- at Christmas. So you never know what to do with child's handmade artwork that they give you. Travis's factor cap.
1: Uh, it's a cap. I know what to do with it. <laughs> it's, it's different. That's <laughs> different than whether I like it or not. Uh, if your own children make you something that's very sweet it's very thoughtful it's meaningful and you can pay you can uh, get a little frame and put it on your desk because little johnny did a little stick figure of you and mommy out in front of the house with a little curl of smoke coming out of the chimney and all of those wonderful things but if it's from anybody other than your own kids or it's, it's just like yes yeah, that's great great and you're just waiting for them to leave the room so you can very quickly stuff it in a drawer and never think about it again it's if it's your kids thumbs up, if it's anything else, aggressively thumbs down. I think it's – I agree with you, Trav, and I'll say this. Like, you ever walked into
2: somebody's office and, you know, they have some type of – you know, from their kid, right? And you kind of sit there and you're like, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? And you could tell that that person, that parent is super proud of whatever the hell that is, you know, whatever it looks like, right? So you get joy in it because you know they have joy in it. But I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, I if somebody <laughs> gives something to me, uh, we've talked about this. You know, how people will send out holiday cards, and then, I'm I'm cool. It's it's awesome. You know what? That's that's great. Look, oh my gosh, she has two kids now. Look how cute these kids are. That's awesome. But when you send, you know, like the six pages that comes with it, every play by play, step by step. Of what happened from January 1st to December 31st and all the in between, I don't know what to do
1: with that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I, I, care if Jenny got a C plus on her chemistry test. I'm not. I'm not interested. You know, you did not need to inform me of that. And that you guys bought a, you know, a Ford Taurus at
2: some point. Um, I, 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 Great mileage used. on the highway. It was used? <laughs> yeah.
1: We we that we found this great deal. In, you got to steal. Off, we were on offer up. It was a Wednesday. We saw a tourist, low mileage. You know, we decided we just we just couldn't live without it. Did you really put the link in this letter? <laughs> like I need I, to look at it. You look at how clean this engine is. <laughs>
4: okay, no, I don't I know it.
2: how we went from the kids' stuff to that, but I think it's an example. I appreciate uh, that the parents like it. I, I don't need one for myself.
4: All right, last one. Uh, I know we have the Mandy's coming up. We don't exactly have a Christmas party for ESPN 710, but I'm sure we've had some in the past. But work Christmas parties are the messiest parties of the year. Alan, is this Factor Cap?
2: All right, just to define messiest, you're saying people get the most Yeah, a just little, little too
4: drunk. A little messy drunk, a little messy all over.
2: I think it's fact. I think you – and there's a couple reasons why. I think, you, listen, you're close to the holidays. You're probably going to get some time off. Uh, you get excited. Um, who knows all the different reasons that come to it, but it's kind of a fun time of the year, right? So I think yes, I think it's a fact that Christmas parties, people let loose a little bit more. Companies are more prone to also say, "Hey, don't worry about transportation; we'll take care of that." I mean, once a company does that, once a company jumps in, is like, "Hey, we got Uber for everybody," and they're basically telling you guys, "Go to that bar, have a good time." <laughs> we're yeah, we <laughs> yeah. we are we're giving back too, and that's the best way to describe
1: it. Yeah, it's it's they can be it's I, I, can I be dad for a second and supposed to me um that's a bad place to to flex that's what you know what I mean that's just it's a bad deal because look it, 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 what is it in vino Veritas right that in, in truth in wine is truth or whatever the line is you're gonna say something to somebody that you wish you hadn't you're you're going to. Right, You're going to let it out there because, yeah, it's cool, everybody's having a good time, and that might be the best-case scenario right the, the other scenarios are even worse have a couple take the Uber home but then when you get home you can get turned up but don't do it at work parties it's just a don't super to Trav, super bro, go bad all idea. the way don't <laughs> yeah. it's fourth
2: down go for it times <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to tell this it, it doesn't yeah. matter don't learn look, from and, last and, year's and, and, Christmas look, party listen, Go for it on fourth down again I,
1: I am here to tell you I have had many many bad nights in my life where it has gotten away from me because I'm having a good time I am not saying I've never done it I just haven't done it how about a golf tournament? tournament? Is that better? Uh, not, uh, no. not Was it a golf tournament or is it a work golf tournament? Because oh, I've done tournament. both. Work yeah, golf tournament. No, it's not good. I may Basically have made what you're
2: mistake. saying is don't be an idiot at a work holiday. or. If work there's somebody there that
1: functioned. can get you fired, don't yeah. do it. If, if, if there's anybody there that has the authority to end your employment, don't do it. That's probably a, a good rule. Bring your contract that you have with the company and just go over it a couple <laughs> drinks in. Yeah. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. All right, uh, more postponements in the NFL. We'll get you caught up on that as well. Plus, uh, USC doesn't play a football game for a long time, but I bet you they can't wait to I think get their already six after... and
3: zero.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe that's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. You a foreigner guy, Al? You want a little? Uh... That is foreigner, right? Feels like the first time I think I'm not. I'm not the music guy, but that feels right. Um, know the song, don't know anything Let's just say Foreigner. You are correct. It is Foreigner. There you go. See, I got a music thing right now. (laughs) Write it down. Uh, December 17th, 2021. You're better at music than you give yourself credit to. You just... you're just there, crazy there are a couple music. of genres. I got yeah. a, like, 70s, early 80s rock I have a shot at, but if it's hip hop or country music or any of those, I got. Well, I got here, for here's you. the thing your hip hop is more,
2: like, over the last couple of years, specifically Atlanta area, is where that's where you shine
1: from a hip hop. Lil perspective. Uzi Vert. Lil exactly. Uzi Vert and Uzi Lil Yachty. 100%. Those are my guys. Yeah, yep. I, I know yep. that because it shows all up lils. on my. All the okay. lil's. Lil Wayne, all, all, all Lil, lils Lil lils Travis, Lil Slee, Lil sure. Emily, Lil sure. Zach. All of us. We're. Uh, we got it covered. ESPN radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at uh, KeysToProgress.com. All right, so Raiders at Browns. Um, is now going to be played on Monday at five o'clock, uh, according to source. Five o'clock Eastern, by the way, so that's like a midday wow. uh, Monday afternoon game here what, on the West So that Paris was the Saturday game. That was
2: one of the Saturday games, right? So now it's it moving to Monday.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so now you got a double dip on Monday night. You got Monday afternoon football, and then you have Monday night football after that. Uh, also, per sources, uh, the football team at Eagles could be played on Tuesday. And like we mentioned just a second ago, the Seahawks and Rams also potentially moving to Tuesday per sources. The Rams have 20 plus guys on their COVID list. The Seahawks only have a couple, but as of right now, right? I mean, this this I almost said it. This stuff happens fast. So what could be, you know, two could be 10 by the time we're done with the show. You just don't know. It feels like you're going to have to push some of this stuff back.
2: So I I think it's interesting, you know, that Adam Schefter, the tweet he put NFL Now Discussing, switching Seahawks at Rams to Tuesday per sources. Um, I feel like if that's being discussed, I don't know what's going to stop it from not going to Tuesday. We'll see what happens. But like you just mentioned, Trev, Rams got so many guys that are out. And so what are you going to do? You're going to wait to see if, okay, well, let's see how many players come back by tomorrow. Well, you're going to wait the day before to make a decision on yeah. the game happening on Sunday or not? I mean, just think about the logistics of it from a staffing perspective, from the TV contract perspective, from the sponsorships, from the teams, from the, the, um, the travel. There's so many you know, small things that come into play here. So,
1: Emily, let me pop on the mic real quick. I, I saw that you just – you saw a new Adam Schefter tweet here. Is this, how, like, new in the last couple of seconds?
4: Right, yes. This is 49 seconds old. Seahawks at Rams and Washington football team at Eagles are both now expected to be rescheduled for Tuesday per sources.
1: It's probably the right decision right yeah. I mean, like, like you said y- – it's one. Th- think about what we were talking about on Tuesday, this week, mm-hmm. after the Rams got all that crazy COVID news on Monday afternoon, had to go play a game down five guys because of COVID. And not just, hey, this guy's your third left tackle and this guy's your fourth safety. It was the, the best corner in the league. Mm-hmm. To a, a starting offensive lineman, your starting tight end, your starting running back, and a guy that's been forced into a starting position at your other corner, Dante Dion, because you're so uh, decimated in that because of injuries. And they found a way to get it done. Now you're talking about, okay, we're going to give you five times that amount. We're going to give you 25 guys on the COVID. You can't play a game like that. And you sure as you know what can't decide to do it on 24 hours notice. You've got to give these guys some chance to get some of these players back. It's it's actually an easy decision the more we talk about it. All right, so breaking news on 710 is brought
2: to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. Adam Schefter, Uh, Seahawks at Rams and uh, Washington football team at Eagles both now expected to be rescheduled for Tuesday per sources. Yeah, Trav, listen, it is impossible now, and we've talked about this kind of earlier in the week, how this could potentially affect who wins the Super Bowl.
0: Mm -hmm, Uh, Sure. What
2: teams end up making it to the playoffs? What teams advance in the playoffs? It's impossible that it does not have an effect, and I bring that up because – If you thought, because this is where I was, if you'd have asked me six months ago, and this just shows you how uneducated I am about what's happening right now, if you'd have told me six months ago that something like this could potentially happen as we got into the winter, that games could start shifting and moving again, and I say that only because it was March in 2020 when this all started, I kind of thought, and from an NBA perspective as well, just kind of lumped the two together, um, I don't want to say that you thought, oh, hey, this stuff is done, but you just were starting to get trained. Well, fans are back in the arenas. It's back to full capacity. Like, there were things that were happening where you didn't think that this was something that the leagues would have to juggle again. Um, and, I, and I don't think it's a stretch by any, you know, the, you mentioned that game against the Cardinals mm-hmm. and how many players were out. Uh, That almost seems like that's not a lot of players now, just simply because of what's happened since then. So it's going to get probably get worse before it gets better.
1: Well, you think about the Browns too, and their game's been moved to, to Monday, but the Browns, no Baker Mayfield, their backup quarterback case Keenum tested positive as well. He goes onto the list. They're literally pulling guys off the street to play court. And that's, at some point, that's just a terrible product that you don't want to put out there for people to consume to ask them to pay top dollar. And I get maybe you can you can really squeeze it once in a while, but if half the league is garbage because you're playing, you know, fourth and fifth string guys practice string, nobody wants to pay for full price for that. Nobody wants to watch that on TV. And, and there, there's a consumer component of this. Obviously the health component is at the top of the list, but just hey, we want to make sure we're putting out a decent product matters as as well. All right, I, I do want to get into that SC topic because their schedule came out yesterday. And if you were saying, "Hey, Lincoln Riley, give me your dream schedule," this one's actually better. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.